Hello, and welcome to Cutscenes and Cupcakes, the podcast. We're back! Yeah! Yeah! What's up, bitches? (laughs) We went away for a month, but we're back. So we weren't gone long, so you better not have forgotten all about us. We took our little summer break where we all got tanner, except for Lindsay, because she avoids the sun. I did get actually get tanner. And I'm I'm happy about that. Lobster. Not too lobstery, (laughs) but I am a little burnt. We uh, may have done some summer readings. I've been doing some summer reading. I've been reading a lot of books. Again, is Lindsay not doing our summer activities? Did you not get our agenda? I will. Actually, I did read um, some Demon Slayer, if that counts. I read that on my each vacay that I spent indoors so I wouldn't be in the sun. We've been doing some traveling, and I know Lindsay even did some traveling. She even got the memo for this one. Yeah, we all. I went like an hour away. (laughs) It counts. It counts. Hey, you stayed overnight at said place, so it counts. It's true. It's still out of town. And you were near a beach that you might not have gone on, but you could see. Beach that they found bones on. Did I tell you guys about that? Bones. I heard about that. Human bones. They found like a mandible on Bear in Bear Lake. A what? Yeah. A A jaw. Part of your jaw. Oh. I was like, is that some mythical <laughs> creature? <laughs> a no, mandible. Like... <laughs> they found a manticore on the Northeast. I mean, I believe that there is a Bear Lake monster. So there's totally something in those waters. Do you think that there's a Bear Lake it's monster true. and a Loch Ness monster? Or do you think that they're the same monster that go through the vents that connect Loch Ness and Bear Lake? No, there's different ones. Because there's one so. in every think... lake. Every lake has a yeah, monster? That's true. Yep. A that's what my that's what monster. my anxiety tells me at least. Okay. <laughs> you guys, when I pad- um, so on my vacation, I paddleboarded for the first time. Nice and it awesome. It was really like scary. Thank you. It was really scary, but I was out there with my sister in law, and like she knew I was kind of nervous. She, you know, I told her that I was scared of open water, and it was pretty murky water too. And so I was like, okay, I'm like, just stay closer to me if you can and she was she totally did she was really nice about it but I just like I had to just like not think about the water around me and instead just like I'm on this paddleboard I'm paddling I'm enjoying the beautiful scenery and I'm fine I don't need to think about anything else (laughs) and I was okay no impending doom yay okay the monster did not get you not this time I'm just thinking about what the monster would be in the Great Salt Lake. Would it be just like a giant brine shrimp? Yes, absolutely. Yes. <laughs> uh, Marley, I want to go paddleboarding with you, but I also am not as patient as your sister-in-law is. So uh... I'll be better. I'll be better. Because I just, I just needed to like maybe just do it once and just like try it. But I'm not getting in the water. I'll get on the oh, paddleboard. But it feels but so not... nice when it's so freaking hot. It's well, been hot as balls. I will go on shore into the water a little bit, but in the middle of the like water? No. Mm-mm. My six-year-old loves jumping mm-hmm. off of her kayak into the middle of the water. Well, she's not doesn't have the same fears and, and anxieties as I do, so that makes sense. <laughs> she is. I want to create a book that is about like now. Bear with me, Marley, because this may cost our friendship. I want to make a book where the scariest thing in it is a water spider that does witchcraft (laughs) i like it marley's staring in horror but like those are the things that scare you the most so they have to be like the things that scare other things the most and by things i mean people so it would be a good book right so you want to make a book with all of my worst nightmares in it lumped into one yes for me it would sell well no, not I wouldn't like make you read it. Like <laughs> I would just say Marley is the victim in the book. Uh, oh my gosh. No, Marley would be like the surly, like I can handle anything kind of like protagonist <laughs> that lives through it. Steph, you would be the flexing her <laughs> Whatever. I like spiders and water. I would That's why crazy. you would die, because you'd be like, I'm not afraid. <laughs> and then the water spider that does witchcraft would have to prove a point. Oh my gosh. I, no. 
I would have to rewrite your book, write a sequel to it where the spider isn't as bad as we all thought it was. A sequel that just retcons the entire first story. Yeah. You know, you know what else I'm scared of? Um, people not knowing who we are because we always forget to uh, introduce ourselves <laughs> in our podcast. I was, that was really in my mind like, I was like, wow, Marley, is this podcast all about you and what you're afraid of all of a sudden? <laughs> no, I was just you making a around. segue. You but, but yeah, no, we just, we always forget to do this. It's just like, by now you guys should know who we are, right? Yeah, I'm Steph. And I'm Marley. I'm Lindsay. Wow, that was really bad. Our timing is always perfect on everything I'm Steph. I'm Lindsay. And I'm Marley. The scared one, apparently. Yeah, the scaredy pants. (laughs) No, you're not a scaredy pants. I didn't say that. I just said, I think your fears are the same as other people's fears, and I would like to profit off of them. Okay, okay, I see, I see. Um, anyway, um, so here we are today, um, after our month break, our little, our little summer vacay, and we are kicking it off strong in August with kind of a retro month. We have a little bit of a theme going on, um, that we are trying to stick to. So we we have some theme, we have some plans for our upcoming episodes. So stay tuned for the rest, um, this month. But starting it off, we're talking about Metroid Prime, the remastered version that just came out this year. Wait a second. Yay! Before we dive into that, I think one announcement needs to be made. (gasps) What? The day after this episode is released is Marley's birthday. Yay! Yay! That should be celebrated. Yay, birthday! She will be turning 43. And uh, years young, <laughs> getting a full back wax for her birthday presents. Thank and you, guys. getting her nose and ears done as well. Thanks, guys. This is the weirdest, like, <laughs> life. Which is funny because you know who did turn 43 just like I think yesterday or the day before it was their birthday? Mary from Steph? Selling Sunset. Oh, I don't <laughs> hey. Yes. Marley will not be 43 and I don't think she gets waxed that way but you know no judgment if you do have excess hair on your body I thought you were offering to pay for her waxing so maybe you should just go through with that I mean she said it was a birthday present so that's what I thought (laughs) too I mean her birthday present hasn't come in the mail and at this point I haven't found the confirmation email that I know I got so uh, if your birthday present isn't here in the next like month or so month or so I I don't know (laughs) it is coming from like hong kong or something it was not a local company really i will say that oh yeah their name is important yes their name Mm, would make exotic or not because it wasn't like rushabi but it was it was like a an american name or a british name at the least right 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 holy I mean, I did the same thing. I bought I bought a couple of dresses with some birthday money from like a website that I thought like it was like a boutique like clothing website, and I thought it was local or at least nationally local. But no, they're coming from uh, China as well. <laughs> they're taking forever. Local business. <laughs> you ever get the TikTok ads? And you're like, I really like that, but I know if I order it, it's not going to look anything like this ad is making it look. Oh, all the time. Yes. There's so many things. Well, especially because. Shoes well, and always. That, like, yeah. What? Sorry, what? Nothing. <laughs> nope. You want Go the ahead. shoes. Do you want the shoes that you can just like click your foot into? Kizix? Yes, I want Kizix so bad. I want, Those I want are. Kizik, and I want local. the flats. Yes, they are. Are the flats. There's like a flats brand. I have no That idea. makes them out of like recycled material, but they look comfy at the same time and they fold in half. Oh, and like, I think I know which ones you're I don't talking like about. They're much. really colorful. Yeah. <laughs> okay. My father-in-law got Kizix, and uh, they he loves them a lot, but they definitely kind of look like a, a middle-aged parent shoes. <laughs> well, they have all sorts of styles, though. So maybe it just depends on which style you get. It could. That could be it. Because my brother-in-law has some, and they look... What's what's the what's a what's a word that kids on use fleet. these days? No, snappy. <laughs> Bussin is that one? 
<laughs> no, don't say fire. That. Just say they look fire. That look hasn't fire. aged yet. Am I allowed to say these things? Like, are Justin. we like? I know we're only like in our early thirties, but like, are we allowed to like say stuff like that? I don't. Or, no. Or do like <laughs> young? Or do the young kids like look at us like we're weird? The, the, the next generation is not listening to this podcast, so we can do whatever we want. <laughs> I, hope, I hope just this generation, like these young <laughs> Gen Zers, are like, we love these old bitches. <laughs> <laughs> they're they're fire. <laughs> they're bussing. They're bussing. <laughs> On fleek, as the old people say. <laughs> oh. Anyway, happy birthday tomorrow, Marley. And now let's get back to the damn topic. Yes, because we are the queen of tangents. Queens of tangents is what I meant. Wow, again, the queen. Mm -hmm. That's pure Leo energy right there. It is my birthday, so, you know, a lot of tangents. Okay, let's get back on topic. Let's talk about Metroid. Metroid Metroid Prime Remastered. Lindsay, give us the spiel. Okay, here's the spiel. I have it pulled up. On our Wikipedia page, because that is Ooh, not our a sponsor. Wikipedia page? Where we go. We made it. Yeah, mm-hmm. we own it. Um, Metroid Prime is an action-adventure game developed by Retro Studios and published by Nintendo for the GameCube. It was remastered, like Marley said, this year. Um, let's see here. Let's see here. Let's see here. Metroid Prime takes place between the original Metroid and Metroid 2 Return of Samus. Players control the bounty hunter Samus Aran. Aaron, Samus Aaron, we'll say. I don't know how to, I don't know how her name goes. A Aaron. As <laughs> no, because there's only one A. Oh, um, Aaron. As she battles the space pirates in their biological experiments on the planet Talon Four. Four? Yeah, four. Um, Aaron Metroid Prime is four? collaboration. <laughs> Metroid Prime was a collaboration between Retro in Austin, Texas, and Japanese Nintendo employees, um, including Miyamoto and Tanabe. Miyamoto, who you guys should know, he did, like, everything at Nintendo, um, suggests the project after visiting Retro's headquarters in 2000. Since exploration takes precedent over combat, Nintendo described the game as a first-person adventure rather than a first-person shooter. I'm not sure I agree with that. I feel like it is a lot of shooting. I was just about to say, I agree with that. Oh, you think it's more exploration than shooting? Oh, 100%. I agree with that. There's so much exploration in this game. Yeah, but there's enemies in every room that need shooting. Yeah, so we're not saying it's not a first-person shooter. But you wouldn't be able to even do any shooting if it weren't for your exploration. It's true. true. This is all things we can think about um, (laughs) and figure out on our next episode. But yeah, it is, as you guys said, very exploratory. So So much more so than I thought going into this. So shall we dive in and discuss our explorations? Yes. So I'll now start I'm off. out. <laughs> okay. Bye, Steph. <laughs> did you just do that or did she? <laughs> I did it. Um, no, I'm excited to talk about Metroid Prime. I did the yes. voice acting for it, just so you know that was part of it. Hmm, very the nice. voice acting is almost completely. <laughs> yeah, that's true. There's like no voice acting. Like all you hear is like her little exhale when she gets shot. That's true. Yeah. And okay. you could hire anyone to do that. First and foremost, I know, Lindsay, you played Metroid Prime as a child, as a children. Not true. Oh. This was my first time. Really? But you played other Metroid I, games. I watched my cousins play Super Metroid, and I watched the entire playthrough of Super Metroid. I myself have never played a Metroid game until. A few months ago, or a month ago, or this week, whenever I started playing it. So yeah, this so, was yeah, a big deal all, for me. So, but we all, we all, okay. So, did you guys see the comparison between the old Metroid Prime versus new Metroid Prime? Yeah, no, I looked yes. up a YouTube video of it. 
It is <laughs> bananas how well they remastered this game. And they didn't take away their style where it's still animated and um, I don't know what deserty. With is that a style of art that they do? But it deserty. Just, <laughs> I just felt, I mean some of the terrain is kind of deserty, but, but it like, also changes depending on where you go. Like deserty. Yes. Okay. Anyways. Color scheme. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. They they didn't change space the, desert. There we go. They didn't change the art style, but they just made. It better and clearer and sharper. And it's just, yes. I was just very impressed with the graphics in this game. Well, and yeah, and not only just like sharper, but this, it's just like way more, yeah, it's like way more detailed. Like you look at like some sort of like ruin that you have to, um, you know, there's like a puzzle up on the wall or whatever, and you have to like shoot at a thing or, you know, it's just like the image actually has the window detail. To the puzzle on the wall, and all you bitches fall. <laughs> I thought you said you wanted to keep going through this, Steph. Come yeah, on. I know. That um, uh, headaches must be wearing off. Headache. I did take some, <laughs> but some drugs. Good. I, for one, was impressed with the control scheme like the fact that they were able to make it a dual joystick game because originally it was on GameCube, right? So it would have just had True. one joystick. And then the C joystick, which isn't really a joystick. It's just a bunch of buttons in a circle. Buttons. And yeah, it, I think they did a really good job. Because like compared to GoldenEye, um, I hear that like it was kind of similar, like the way you would strafe. But they added a strafing mechanic with the dual joystick um, schema. Hmm, gotcha. I, I used the uh, Pro Controller, so... Yeah, I did too. Oh, okay. Well, yeah. I'm just saying with the remastered. Yeah, I'm just saying originally it was not that way, so they remastered it so that you could use a pro controller, and it was seamless. It ran very, very smoothly. I I concur. Although I got so confused, which is just from playing with PlayStation, right? With A being where circle should be instead of where X should be. I would like try to jump forward and instead I would forward shoot. I did that several. Yeah. Yeah. Getting used to the controls, especially after like, if you're playing a game on, on PlayStation, like right before or recently. And then I I don't know. Anytime I switch between PlayStation and and Nintendo, it feels like Mm -hmm. it's always a learning curve, like either game, either game, either, either way I'm switching. Um, but yeah, no, I, I hadn't played a Metroid game either. I mean, as, as we've talked about on our podcast, like growing up, I really didn't play very many games, especially nothing like this. Um, I mean, I played some GoldenEye and some Mario and you know what I mean? Like here and there, but um, this was definitely my first Metroid game as well. And I... um. So I'll be honest, I initially, like, so my, my husband and I sat down to play it together and we, you know, passed the controller, you know, take turns kind of thing. And, and we passed, we passed back and forth quite a bit for in the beginning, you know, we'd each do a section. Um, but then there kind of came a point where with the exploration and just like not always being able to move forward in a given area of the map until you could get a certain item or upgrade or whatever it was. Um, I don't know. I was getting a little, I was getting frustrated because it was just like taking too long. I, I, maybe it's because I didn't grow up with these kinds of games, but like, I just, I have no patience, um, for having to like keep going back and forth and back and forth. And there's no fast travel. There's zero fast Mm -hmm. travel options, even though you open up like these like different elevators around the map that do help you get from point A to point B a little bit better, at least to different levels. But there kind of came a point where I was like, I would just rather watch my husband play. And I just comment and contribute and we still play together, but he's the one with the controller. Um, Plus we were getting through it a lot faster as well. Cause I don't know. I, he was a lot better at keeping track of like where we were on the map as well, even though I'm watching and I have it there in front of me too. 
I don't know. Did you guys get mm-hmm. lost in this map or is it just me? No, I don't. You well, are I, not alone. I don't do well with mini maps in general. I know like in fourth grade or something, we had to learn how to read maps and I can do map on my phone pretty well. I sound like a imbecile right now, but yeah, no, maps- <laughs> no, you had like all the pride in the world on your face as you said that. I, I if I drive somewhere and someone and I need to get back there. I'm really good because I've done it before. But if maps, not not my thing. Anyway, so no, I agree with you about the map, Marley. Um, well, and just sometimes the hallways and things that you'd walk down or different doors or crevices and whatever, like they all just start looking the same. Right. And I always mm-hmm. do the thing where it's like, is this the door I came, I came out of? Am I going just mm-hmm. back and forth, back and forth? I did that a lot too. Um, I had to do... My husband made me do all the exploring because he said it was part of the game. I feel like this is almost like a Sekiro, uh, what is the the Dark Souls games kind of game where like... Soulsborne. Yes. The story, a big part of the story is your own exploration and doing it. Because most of the story actually comes from the uh, artifacts you find. So you can skip right over that and just keep playing. The, all the lore yeah all the bits mm-hmm. i know that's what we <laughs> we would stop and like scan for the lore and the different like uh i don't know there were like glyphs and stuff all around the world that you'd scan and and kind of get a little bit more of the story we kind of skipped through those i don't know we're just like no let's just keep going we're having fun just like let's just keep going so like mm-hmm. i i had to look on i had to look on wikipedia to get like and talk with other people to kind of get a better idea of like so what is the plot of this game? Because it's very, very plot light, I feel like. Story oh, yeah. light. But there is It's a- basically Samus loses her suit. No, Samus I know what the story is now. Maybe and then well, I'm just saying for the readers. Oh. oh yeah. Um rebuilds her suit. Samus fights Metroid Prime optional. And yeah. Samus leaves. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, there's so. a lot of yeah. There it is pretty story light. There's a lot of like they're using this poison that I think was used against them to create and mutate these monsters, um, so that they can don't have to be victims to the space pirates anymore. Well, and it was like this ancient race too that's like gone. In a lot, in some ways, mm-hmm. it reminded me a lot of Halo. Um, I yeah. was going to bring that up. Yeah. With the alien races that uh, were killing themselves and each other. And then the humans who want to pretty much colonize these alien. Just kidding. But. (laughs) I was thinking more along the lines of like the parasitic Metroid slash blood um, situation. But yeah, we'll go with yours. (laughs) So yeah, it's like Metroid Prime walks so that Halo can run. And then it ran too far and they made the TV show about it and they should just go back a little (laughs) bit more. Well, I'm like, I mean, wasn't Metroid also one of the games that like, it was like one of the first like 3D games um, that like kind of started like the whole thing with like other like especially like other Nintendo games that came afterwards. It, I'm not sure. I don't really know because I didn't have a GameCube, so I missed out on this huge era of like introductory 3D gaming. But I will say like I think this is one of the first 3D platformers it that says, was like, according really to, successful. According to Wikipedia it says that Metroid Prime is the first to use 3D computer graphics and a first-person perspective. Oh, well... Way back in 2002. What about Goldeneye? Steph, you're muted. I just said that's a pretty big damn deal. Yeah. It is a big deal. I don't know. That's just what Wikipedia said, so it could be wrong. Well, what came first, Metroid Prime or, Wik- or, or Wikipedia? Or uh, Goldeneye? Goldeneye would have been first because it was on the N64. This was on the GameCube years later. Oh, okay. Yeah. But fine, use your. I don't know. 
I, I'm just curious. I'm curious. And we'll do the research and tell you on our behind the scenes episode. Good idea. So. Good idea. So yeah, kind of <laughs> back to like some of the gameplay too. So one of the biggest things of this game um, is that like early on you lose, like your suit gets damaged and you like lose all of your like abilities. Correct. And so you have to slowly get them back. Plus then mm-hmm. you get like extra upgrades on top of that. But again, as you're going through the map, you can't access some areas because you don't like, for instance, right if part. you don't, if you don't have like the power jump or whatever it's called, um, you can't get up to higher platforms or there's like a grapple hook that you can't like, you have to like be able to swing across um, places and, and just like all sorts of different, or, or certain doors, you have to use a certain weapon on, you know, to shoot at them. And then the door opens. Um, so it's very, it's very like, it's very limiting in the beginning. And I, I don't know. I just, again, I just, I have such a hard time being patient with these kinds of games because I, I mean, as we know, like I definitely like stuff that's more um, linear or at least with some minimal side exploration, like the option to do side missions if I want to, but I hate going back and forth. I'll be honest. It's, it's hard. Like, and, and especially if you're like, oh, I finally found like a new path that I haven't tried yet. And you like go down the path a little ways. And then you're like, ah, it's burning lava. I don't have the right kind of suit to enter into this environment. And you're like, well, mm-hmm. gotta go back. I it's totally get that. Minutes. And I knew that this would come up because <laughs> this is something that I think bothers both of you in other games that we've talked about too. Yeah. Um, it does bother me as well. I want mm-hmm. that on the record. Um, <laughs> the record but I kind of, I had this preparation for it because of my experience with watching Super Metroid. Because in Super Metroid, it's very similar. There's a huge map. And even though it's 2D, it's pretty spacious. Yeah. And you go from place to place picking up items. And then when you have a new item or a new suit upgrade, you're able to get into other places all throughout the map. So it's kind of like you re-explore like five or six times until you get the suit that you want. And then you go fight a boss. And then, you know, um, and then you are able to progress from there. I think it's interesting. Um, I was happy that I knew that going in um, or learned quickly. Oh, this is like super Metroid because it would have driven me insane. (laughs) Um, But I really enjoyed a lot of the worlds that they had like made. I really liked the music. (laughs) Shocker. Mm -hmm. Um, Music is great. But like the, my husband always talked about like the, um, the frigate level where you're like in the crashed frigate and you're like partially underwater, partially in a spaceship. Oh, we I thought hate that was that so level. beautiful. What? <laughs> I thought it was so pretty. You move way too. too slow. Yes, because you're in water. You, but you get a suit. You get a gravity suit. Okay, and you until you get through. Okay, until you get the suit. Yeah, it's. How awful. do you think you're supposed to move in water, Marley? I. Okay, I'm, I know that this is a thing. I'm just saying it's annoying. <laughs> that was not yeah. my favorite level. <laughs> I have a really important question. It is though. supposed to hinder you. Yes, and it's annoying. <laughs> How does Samus get her body into a ball shape? I asked Jahi that. And he's like, actually, it's Chozo magic and technology that she isn't in the ball. She's more controlling the ball and then like can teleport into it. Or something like that. That's he said it was iffy. explained in. I know that's what I said. I'm like, well, that's convenient. But <laughs> he said it was explained in one of the Metroid games. Um, well, maybe I'll have to do research. I'm not on sure which that one. And report back in the behind the scenes episode because <laughs> I hope we're gonna do. have quite the laundry list. Because <laughs> I need to know. I need to know. Okay, I have to. I have to say though, like I keep poo pooing on this game, but I actually am enjoying it despite all of my complaints. Um, I'm enjoying. Does that mean you haven't finished? Marley. I've been. It's I've okay been, if you say yes. Yeah. No, I, I have not okay. Finished, You're no. fired off the podcast. Okay. You didn't finish it. I know that for I a fact. Got Am I the only one who finished to this? The boss. I just haven't fought the Metroid, but I'm pretty damn far. No, we're Did pretty you fight far Metroidly? Too. Yeah. I think so. Okay. 
The dragon. Did you fight I, the dragon? Yes, I fought the dragon. Okay. Marley, you fight well, your tongue. I know. I don't know. I okay, but here's the thing about these kinds of games. It's not like it's not like I'm like, oh no, I'm missing out on all the plot and I'm gonna get all these spoilers and all these things. Cause it's so like it's this is not that kind of game. So I wasn't really right. like, I mean, yes, I've been playing it and I've been, you know, spending quite a bit of time. And you're gonna finish it? Oh yeah, no, I want to. I actually before this podcast, um, earlier before this recording, um, I was while I was doing a little research and just trying to get, you know, a little bit more information about the story, um, because I knew some stuff, but I needed, you know, some details. I was actually like, okay, so I understand you have to do this, this, and this to get to the final like area, but I'm like, we're st- we're kind of stuck. Like we and Jason were playing it on. Saturday? I don't remember. A few days ago. And um, we were just like stuck. And we're like, well, there's this other area over here we haven't tried. And so like we kept just like going all over the map. And it was just like taking too much freaking time. <laughs> and he was getting frustrated. I was getting frustrated. And and so we were just like, really okay, needs a fast travel option. I, Nintendo. Yes. Come on. But anyway, so while even if was... just to your ship, it would have made such a big difference. <laughs> right. <laughs> but anyways, just like while I was kind of looking into um, some stuff to prepare for the podcast, I was like, well, I'm really curious because like I really do want to know where we're supposed to go next because it, it's not like always super clear in the game. Mm-hmm. And so I looked up like a bunch of videos and especially because I wanted to make sure we weren't missing anything. Um, and so, no, I, I definitely, like, I know where we need to go now to get to the next, um, to get to the next like upgrade. Um, I, I'd say we're, I don't know. You guys tell me, we just got the ice beam. So like what, halfway through more than halfway, a little more than half, a little more than half. Okay. You're you're clomping right along. Oh yeah. But no, I wasn't like worried about like, oh no, we're going to talk about spoilers and everyone's gonna get no, mad at me but no it's What's this game favorite? is not easy no it's not it's time consuming and that's it sometimes it's hard to make time it is mm-hmm. what were you gonna ask i was gonna ask what your guys's favorite world was like favorite terrain favorite area favorite power maybe hmm. i like the mines I my favorite little uh bad guy are the little like whatever beetles they are, the Goliath beetles that when you turn into the ball and you roll under like the things, they'll like oh. grab you oh. and take you back. <laughs> yes. It was so funny. <laughs> so I really like mm. the mines where they were like stuck down there under the under the floors. <laughs> what a weird little land. It, yeah, mm. no, I know exactly what you're talking about i don't know i liked um i liked the snowy area fendrana drifts is Mm -hmm. is that what it's called fendrana yeah um yeah i liked that area just because i don't know i I like just where it's like open and out in the air and everything like i and and even like kind of the ruins areas i thought those were um fun to explore um I did, I, when we finally got the spider ball, that was a cool, um, ability. So that way you could like find those, um, spider ball tracks and be able to defy gravity and go into like all these like crazy places. Mm. So I, I liked that upgrade a lot. I always loved it when, yeah, when you found a little like trail or track for your little ball features. Mm-hmm. What about you? Lady? I liked the... Um, I like the frigate, as I mentioned. I think the atmosphere was really cool, how it was like both underwater and space. Um, I liked the Fendrana drifts, but the music it got old after a while. <laughs> I spent a lot of time there stuck, so I'm kind right? of over it. Um, I like the Magmore Caverns. I thought that was fun. That's the lava area with like tick, 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 da, da. Da da da. Yes. Except that level. 
yes, but, that's yeah. the tune. The except that level, the Magmore, I like the Magmore as well, but I don't like the security drones. Whenever you, especially when you go I in knew, like that I thought of you room. every time I saw those. Oh. I was like, these remind me of the ones from Bioshock. That oh. are <laughs> I hate those. Okay, but at least those were sta- like the ones in Metroid are stationary, whereas in Bioshock they fly around you and drive you like nuts. Uh-huh. And the cameras detect. Anyways, yeah, no, you're right. You're totally right. <laughs> Have there but, been any yeah. updates on the Bioshock TV show or movie? Not that I know of. I have no idea. All right, it's probably involved in the strike. Maybe <laughs> we'll. Oh yeah, maybe we'll update that you guys on that for the behind the scenes as well. I'll add it to our <laughs> if list. If we find anything else out. <laughs> I'm uh, not going to make this list when I edit. By the way, you guys just have to re-listen to the episode. No, okay. secretary. Oh my gosh! No. <laughs> Don't um, call me that. <laughs> but anyways, I was gonna say before before I you know outed myself with not finishing the game. Um, <laughs> what I do like about this game, even though I keep complaining about it, is like that there is such satisfaction when you do finally get through a puzzle or beat a boss and you get to that next upgrade. Yes. Everything it's, builds mm-hmm. on itself very nicely. Yes. I do like mm-hmm. that. And it's, it, you know, with, especially with my like type A-ness, like I love like the checklist, like, okay, we got that one. Let's move on to the next. Here we go. You know, like I do uh-huh. like that kind of thing, but it's just getting there. And if it's not like super simple or super clear, it's just that's where I get frustrated. Right. It's a little right. long winded of a game. But then you eventually find it. You know, you eventually do. Um, you know, but you gotta put time into this game. You really you, you I really spoil do. the end for you guys. Well, I already know what happens. I looked up stuff. Yeah, but can I talk about it anyway? Of, of course. course. So after you beat Meta Ripley, you have to get 12 artifacts and go into the impact crater. When you go into the impact crater, there's a bunch of little Metroids and you go through like a tiny, like mini, mini, mini level. And then you go into a boss room and you fight Metroid Prime, which is like this big... Um, Metroid, like it's like this big parasitic brain vagina. I called it the vagina claw thing because it looks like, like there's definitely like uh, some crabness, crabishness in the middle that opens up and fires a laser. And so every time it did that, I was like vagina laser. But um, all that aside, you fight the Metroid Prime, and it's a really good boss fight because when I fought Meta Ridley. I was disappointed because I was like, we're not using all the powers. Like, we're not using everything I worked for this game. But fighting Metroid Prime, like, he changes types, so you have to change your beam Mm -hmm. to match. Like, it's all very color-coded and easy to tell what to do. But um, it was much more rewarding, I think, in that sense. And he has two or three phases, so that was really fun. But... Yeah. Um, and then, Steph, you're still muted. I know, and- I know that there's an option to fight Metroid Prime or you don't have to fight Metroid Prime, right? Why is there an option? So if you don't get all the artifacts, you don't get to fight Metroid Prime. That's all there is to it. Uh, okay. I thought the, I thought end the of artifacts the was all required. Is it not? It's not. Well, if you don't want to finish the game. Well, that's what I mean. Like, yeah, so you have to find them to finish the game. Yeah. Um, but not to fight so, Meta Ridley. Right. You fight Meta Ridley, and then to finish the game, you need all the artifacts, and then um, you can fight Metroid Prime. Um, but what I was going to say is at the very, very end, you like beat Metroid Prime, and he or it goes like nuclear and tries and like takes your suit like the good the cool part the um phase on suit and um so you have like your your back to your gravity suit and then you just have to make a beeline for it out of the crater and then you get on your ship and fly away if you have gotten every single item in the game which i did not do there is a special cutscene where samus takes off her helmet meh it wasn't worth it, in my opinion. Like, I watched it online, and I'm like, that was two seconds. Right. And that's a lot for I saw that clip, too. I yeah. Yeah. 
And then otherwise you just fly off and that's it. Hmm. Have you not gone to that no. part, Steph? No. Another thing is um, it will show the Metroid Prime and it will have absorbed your suit and a hand reaches up out of the ground, like in your suit. And it's like, that's the beginning of the second one is because there's Dark Samus. Oh. oh, I thought you were talking Super Smash Brothers and the hand from Super Smash 1. No, although Dark Samus is in Super Smash. <laughs> I know is I know Samus is in Super Smash. Is Dark Samus in Super Smash? Yes, and so is Zero Suit Samus. I knew Zero Suit Samus mm-hmm. was too. Yeah. So wait, Sev, where, what point did you get to in the game then? I think I'm still fighting um, the dragon dude. Meta Ridley. Yeah, Meta Ridley. So you, so you still have to find all the artifacts? Yeah, or? I definitely have not found all the artifacts. I'm definitely not a completionist. I think, I think at our point in the game, like, because we we went over to the, I can't remember what that area is called, but where you go and, like, all, that's where all the artifacts, like, are collecting. Like that, do you guys know what I'm talking about? There's, like, all the statues in mm-hmm. the courtyard. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Um, It's, uh... We only have gotten two, and there's 12. Yes. Look up a guide. It'll take you forever otherwise to go, like, deep in the depths and find them. I guess just look I just, up a guide and power through it. But, like, is the game... Let me ask you this. Like, is the game designed that you're supposed to find the artifacts as you go? Or is it more so, like, no, focus on getting your upgrades and power-ups, and then it'll, once you get everything that you need to, it'll make it easier to go back and get artifacts? I think both. Like, keep an eye out for them while you're going, but then don't get, you know, like, keep a mental note of what places you can't access or what secrets there might be in which rooms, Mm -hmm. and then come back to them. Because if you scan each one, it'll tell you about where they are. And yes, I did notice them. that. I did notice that. Um, but like back in the day, like we didn't have so much internet. <laughs> so that sounds so like 90 years old of me. We didn't have back in that day. There wasn't there wasn't so much of that internet your kids are on. And so like kids would tell you, oh, did you know in this room you can blow up this wall? And you're like, no way. And then you go home and do it you know yeah, yeah and it yeah. was part of the fun and it's also what stretched a 13 hour game into being a 90 hour game <laughs> but you know parents got their money's worth but um for you marley i'd recommend just like just look up a guide and get them yeah. and go fight the boss yeah that's probably what we'll do There's i mean i've already i've that. already been looking up stuff Sometimes yeah, we'll get stuck too. and and we're just like, where do we go next? Like we've been over, we we like it's usually like our last resort. Like we've tried everywhere we can think of that we couldn't access before. But anyways, so no, I mm-hmm. I definitely want to keep playing. Like even though this game is super frustrating and it's not the kind of game I usually like, I still want to like keep playing because I I feel like I've already put enough time in it into it as well that I do want to see like it unfold even more and get these other especially get the more like cool like upgrades and stuff too oh yeah yeah definitely you can get i was gonna make a comment earlier when we were talking about how um this game uh you were talking about its comparison to halo and actually a lot of the time while playing this i've been reminded of mass effect you thought of mass effect too and not not so much like the characters and the dialogue. <laughs> it's more so just like ex- like being like on planet. And when explain. whenever in Mass Effect you were on planet, that this game Metroid reminds me of like that part of Mass Effect. So anyway, I think that's what made it difficult for me though because I was like, oh, Talon, our first planet. And then once I was like well into the Chozo ruins, I was like, I have not left these yet. How many planets? I need to get off have? planet. Yeah. And then it became clear, like I looked it up and I was like, oh, it's all on this planet. So I need to calm yeah. down. <laughs> all right, but, ladies, what yeah. are what are you gonna rate this game? I don't want to go first. Hard. And what are you going to rate it with? I'm going with done for donuts. Oh, oh. Okay. <laughs> sorry. I have my mindset made up. Um, I'm going with done for donuts because I had a mighty craving for them this week and I got one. 
because my sister picked them up well for our like weekly anime night and it was amazing um the chocolate chocolate done for donuts highly recommend i'll probably have a birthday cake made out of them this year because i prefer those to cake honestly right now um anyway probably like a four out of five um done for donuts because like it was really good it was a good game i liked a lot about it um it was a good i think it was a great experience for my first metroid game i do have some criticisms you know what we talked about just like the difficulty of tra- dif- uh, i can't even talk the difficulty of traversal and the difficulty of like map finding you know like finding where to go next but um it was a solid game so like four or 4.5 out of five done for donuts enough to get you sugar high (laughs) um i'll go next okay um i'm not gonna rate in done for donuts because they are not my favorite donut um I'm oh, sorry. I don't. You're not my drama. favorite donut. I don't drama, drama, think drama. they're that good. Um, so I'm going to do, I'm sorry, Lindsay. I'm glad that you like them, but um, I'm going to choose like You're a yummy. Uh, uh, it's a maple with um, German chocolate filling donut from Dick's market, which is just like a local God. grocery store. That sounds amazing. So good. Oh my gosh. It's, like, yeah, you know, like the German chocolate, ah, German chocolate cake, like coconut stuff that, and like pecans that you like the put goop. together. Yeah. Yeah. It's just that on top of a maple glazed donut. Oh. And like, in you'd like stuff it in the hole. But anyways. I'm not. So yeah, you would. <laughs> this is being pornographic. I'm talking about donuts. <laughs> but anyways. You know what? There's a lot more things in this world that could be pornographic that are kinkier than donuts so i don't regret saying that a donut is pornographic <laughs> i don't describe i i mean i don't uh regret describing the donut filling in that way um <laughs> but anyways i i'd only give this one um like three three do- like four donuts but with a big giant bite taken out of one so not quite four hmm. whole donuts um because again like i feel like i've already kind of covered it at, throughout the podcast like i have my own reservations about the game just um the gameplay because of my own preferences with you know having more linear and more like direction but at the same time like it is enjoyable enough and i think the rem- the remaster looks fantastic um it's been fun to play it with my husband and um enough to that like we want to we want to keep going with the game so yep 3.75 well in the great donut debate of 2023 i'm not going to rate this game with Lindsay's done for donuts or marley's porn donuts and instead (laughs) i'm going to rate it in the superior food of bagels Oh my gosh. Oh, here we are like, again. A green chili bagel with jalapeno oh, salsa schmear toasted. No. So the bagel is warm, but the cream cheese is cold and then it's crunchy and mm, yeah. A little a little savory in there for you. Um how many of those, you absolute monster, even though I love those bagels. <laughs> I'm gonna give it a 3.5. Which is more to be based on me than it is to. It's just not a Stephanie game. It did not leave me excited to. It did not leave me jonesing to play part two. It um, left me frustrated like Marley at times trying to figure out where to go. I like having point A's and point B's. Um, I like to a lot like in Bioshock. I play with the just the wrench for as long as I can. This game doesn't allow you to just like melee. Yeah, fight your way. Clobber with your. <laughs> you have cannon. to do the things that you have to do to get to the places that you need to be. So, um, but I do think the remaster is gorgeous and very cool. Um, I do like the creativity of this game. Like I said, the little beetle monsters were like my favorite things. So, 
Yeah. 3.5 mm, bagels. Bagel, bagel, bagel. Okay. Awesome. Can I just say what my favorite thing was? I forgot to mention it. Yes. It's super small. It'll take two seconds. Each beam you have has like a different hand symbol by it. So I'm like, is Samus making that symbol to like turn on different beams? And that made me very happy. (laughs) Oh my gosh. Yeah. I like that. Yeah. I I noticed the hand things. Yeah. So when my husband would play and he'd like switch to ice beam, I'd be like, oh, ice beam. And I'd like change my hand symbol. And then when he changed to like plasma beam, I'm like, oh, plasma beam. And then when he changed to regular beam, I'd be like, oh, regular beam. And then we changed to like, fuck you beam. I'd be like, oh, fuck you beam. (laughs) (laughs) My favorite. We just got flipped off. Yeah. Yes, we did. You did. You did. All right. Are you guys ready for some not a sponsors? Yes. uh, X's. We'll do some uh, quick knot and little Nas. Lindsay, you go first. Okay. Mine, ultra quick, is I Think You Should Leave. It's a TV show on Netflix. It's oh, like Portlandia, yeah. where it's I just kind of like that. weird humor. It's funny, but then it becomes hilarious three weeks later. So <laughs> watch it. It's a little crass. It's It goes from like zero to 100 and 100 to zero very quickly. But I made my parents watch part of it today because I thought it was so funny and I was crying laughing and they were just like, blink, blink. He said the F word. And I was like, you guys will, I'm like, you guys don't get it now, but you'll laugh in a couple weeks. (laughs) And I'm sure I'll get a text being like, okay, that was pretty funny. So, um, brought me a lot of joy. There's a lot of funny TikToks surrounding it. So go check it out. It's, it's very like, uh, saturday night live esque right is it is like a lot of those like snl people that are like on it not really well yes and no like it's more like little skits um yeah snl yeah okay yeah (laughs) um but i mean like Lindsay says like it's like like portlandia so i sound what cultured portlandia's culture (laughs) I haven't seen Portlandia, so I don't. I don't understand that comparison. I'll show you a few skits. Anyway, yeah, no, I. I, I, Saturday Night Live is fun. It's all fun. I know. I talked to my boss about the show that you're just talking about. I think you should leave, and she said it was pretty funny as well. Um, so my not a sponsor is um not any form of media, um believe it or not. Even though I've been, I consume it like crazy. Unless actually, do I want to do a book? Are you about? No, you're not going to do the book. Do this not media thing. Because I'm like, what does Marley do that's not media? Yeah, that isn't media. (sighs) I want to do the book. No, I'll do the, I'll, uh, I'll leave everybody intrigued on what book I'm talking about. Unless Um, Lindsay cuts this all out. No, Lindsay. And do the the non-media thing. Okay, so I, um, I'm terrible at eating vegetables. I need to do better. And I definitely, and not even just vegetables, but just like other like really good stuff, good for you stuff. And so like, I feel like I'm missing out on a lot of like some different supplements and things because I, not supplements, but like the good for you things, like vitamins and whatever. That's what um, they're called. Whatever they're called. The good for you things. It's the good for you things. <laughs> <laughs> and I mean, it's such a broad term, but um, especially because I was, I get, I get Charlie horses like all the time. And like, I've been getting them in my calves a lot lately and they hurt, but I also have like a thing going on with my um, calf muscle in my right leg with some tendonitis, but that's a whole different story. You're not a sponsor bananas. No. It's something okay. much cooler. I think it's no, bananas. But- That's really cool that you'd use a fruit for your not a sponsor, Marley. But potassium is definitely a part of this. No, 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 no. So I, 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 uh, I actually you know bananas drinking- don't even have that much potassium in them. Gosh, yes, Marley. You're three what? minutes into your not a sponsor, <laughs> and you haven't said what it is yet. It's because you guys keep interrupting me. Let me just say what it is. Is bananas? It's a banana. Who's she going to turn off? Oh, um, okay. <laughs> that's not me. What is 
What's she doing? Anyways, She's my, my not a sponsor is actually a uh, <laughs> my not a sponsor is actually a um do you guys want to know what it is? Yes! It's yes! Not I'm banana. dying to know! Stop interrupting because you're gonna just have to keep editing this. <laughs> I'm not okay. editing this. My not a sponsor is it's a hydration mix. It's an electrolyte mix. So it has like all like the yummy, good for you electrolytes. And it's called Relite. So it's like R-E-L-Y-T-E. So it's kind of like liquid IV. Have you guys heard of liquid IV? Yes. Yes. So it's like that, but it has actually like better ingredients. Um, and it's like completely like vegan and vegetarian and whatnot and better sugars and whatnot but and himalayan pink salt meat in your drink mix (laughs) i said vegan you said vegetarian too did i say vegetarian you said vegan and vegetarian and all i meant oh i meant like the paleo like it's like very like 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 paleo and like keto friendly like it's very like all of that kind of friendly but it also has himalayan pink salt in it i'm very unfriendly to the ketos and the paleos that's not true (laughs) stephanie loves everyone i do love everyone anyways yeah it's just like that it's just an electrolyte mix that is um it's really tasty i um I recommend the strawberry lemonade flavor. Is there a banana really flavor? Good. Ew, no. Why would they do that? <laughs> I don't know. Bananas sound disgusting, actually. But artificial banana is not good. I love bananas, like real ones, but artificial banana is nasty. It's true. But Steph, if you need a... Yeah, I get I get it at Harmon's right now. Harmon's. Or you can get it on Amazon. So... If you need something, they're good. I mean, you definitely have to get used to hydration drinks because they're salty. Oh, yeah, yeah. That makes sense, though. Yeah. I like them. Yeah. My not a sponsor is media adjacent. It is a podcast. And I've been telling a lot of people to listen to it. And I don't think anyone has, which is rude. It's called Scamanda. It is. You've never told me to listen to it. You've never told me about it. I know 100% I've told you to listen to it marley I what is it about remind me happened. it's about the girl who pretends to have cancer so she can make all her friends oh! crowdfund her treatments that she doesn't okay, have yeah, yeah. Um, i don't think you ever told me the name you just told me what it was about okay it's called scamanda and it is it makes your blood boil because we all know someone who has had cancer and had to actually go through the shit that this woman says she's going through and it's back in the day of blogging so she blogs about her journey through cancer and then she gets all these people to be hashtag team Amanda. And then you find out she's just a damn liar. Like I, I don't, I feel like that's implied from the very beginning that she is not being truthful, but the way that they tell the research that went into this podcast and the way that they tell the story is fantastic. So, um, and it's like relatively current, like this woman it does tick, did TikTok about her cancer journey. Oh, wow. Does this woman, like, is there any kind of, besides the hatred of everyone she knows, is there any kind of legal, like, recourse? The, ramification? The last episode is called Indicted, so yes. Okay. So at least you know that there is, yeah. There's got to at least be, like, insurance fraud or something. Uh it's a uh, wire fraud, yeah. Oh, which is kind of interesting, oh. yeah. Hmm. But hmm. yeah, it's great. It's a really quick listen. So, well, I'll have to listen to it after I'm listening to the book that I'm listening to oh right now. God. It's the Six Red Rising. Spoiler: It's alert. Lightbringer. <laughs> it's actually been pretty good. It's been pretty good. I bet they talked to you about it mm-hmm. on our Discord at www.discord.com/slash/ageofgeek. No, Wrong. Discord Discord.ageofgeek.com. Okay, that one. That one. Um, we have a whole section called Age of Books. And my husband has been blowing it up with Lightbringer stuff. So he would love to talk to you about it. Marley would love to talk. Or I've already hang out on the cutscene channel where Lindsay is. Well, <laughs> you can do both. We can all all geek or something. Them. There's something for everyone. Honestly, you guys come join our discord. We love new people. So come and say, Hey, we're friendly. We're We're not a regular discord. We're a cool discord. 
Yeah. That's true. We'll give you snacks or a condom. <laughs> yep. Or a snacky condom. So, yeah. <laughs> What's the point of that? <laughs> <laughs> or just, you know, we won't do any of that and just come and talk to us about geeky stuff. <laughs> I like that better. Okay. In the guys. meantime, grab a friend. Eat cupcakes and donuts and bagels <laughs> and play some Metroid Prime Remastered. I gotta go finish it. Yay! Bye! Bye! Am I pressing it? Who's pressing the button? This has been an Age of Geek Media Production.